Hey there, this is B. Wendy Jackson. I wanted to quickly interrupt you before you listen to the next episode. Listen, thank you for your support with the podcast. Uh, those of you who've been following me since January 2020, I really appreciate you. I want to hear from you. You can send me a message at info at AAOP as in Paul, C as in Charlie, S as in Snake dot net. I would love to hear from you. Also, if you have not rated and reviewed the podcast, would you do that for me, please? It also allows people to find the, the podcast. Um, this is growing. The podcast is growing and I'm so excited. I've had to update my little commercial because my name has changed and my website has change in terms of where you receive the books. So if you have not purchased your books, uh, I got the opportunity and the gift to, to write two books. One of the first one is empowerment for you, encouragement for your emotional and spiritual wellness. Listen, I love this book. Um, it is definitely a book that invites you to experience hope, help, and healing. And every page, every chapter is really filled with um, insight, information, and inspiration to be able to help empower you, to be able to help you walk in freedom. I include specific practical tips to help you take charge and take possession of your thoughts and really, really um, just control your 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 behaviors or, uh, or impact your behaviors and impact some changes in your life, cause some changes in your life. And then the second book is Empower to Empower Your Reflection Workbook. Love this book as well because it's based on specific podcast episodes where you listen to some episodes and you are able to dive deep into some reflection. I give you some prompts so that you don't have to wonder or think about where, how do I start to reflect? What do I even write? The prompts are already provided for you. Isn't that awesome? So there are also blank pages for you to journal um, or whatever you want to do, right? And so I just invite you, you can go on Amazon and just look for Be Wendy. So I don't want to cause any confusion. My my maiden name is Bob. So people have known me for as Be Wendy Bob for so long. And then July, 2022, I was blessed to get married, to be married. And so now I'm Be Wendy Jackson. Uh, so Amazon, you could just search for the books, Be Wendy uh, Bob, and you will find those two books come up. If you have any questions, you could email me. Uh, you can also find the resources on my website, aaopcs.net. That's AAO, P as in Paul, C as in Charlie, S as in snake.net. Listen, I look forward to hearing from you. May the podcast, may the books continue to add value to your lives. Um, I just, I just, I'm really thankful for this opportunity to just encourage people all around the world. All right. Enjoy the next episode and have an amazing day on purpose. Hey you, this is B. Wendy Jackson with Empower to Empower You podcast. Empower to Empower You podcast is about all things Jesus Christ, mental health, and anything to help you become the better version of yourself. By the time you listen to this episode, it may be 2023, and so I want to say to you, Happy New Year, and I hope that you had a wonderful Christmas. Can I tell you something? I have tried to record this episode twice. Twice! And each time, it crashed on me. Now, y'all know what this means, right? For some reason, the enemy is trying to attack this episode, this word, this message that I have for you. And I was determined that I will prevail. I was determined that this was going to go out. 
because this message I know will be a blessing to you as it has been a blessing to me. I want to talk to you about why are you hiding? And hopefully by the end of this episode, you will have been inspired. You will have been uplifted. You will have been ignited and encouraged. Because every episode is packed with inspiration, information, and instruction. And encouragement based on stories, experiences, and most importantly, the truth from the Word of God. I am so excited to be before you once again, to be before you once again. For those of you who have been listening to the podcast since January 2020, wow. Three years. Three years. The podcast has a birthday. Three years old. Of over 130 episodes. And I am so thankful to God, Yahweh, for giving me the platform and the message Listen, let's get into this because I'm not going to be before you long. In 1 Samuel chapter 9, we see that the people of Israel, Samuel who served as judge, counselor, um, prophet, and leader, was basically getting old. He had been serving God since he was a little boy. He had been trained to hear the voice of God since he was a child. And at verse in, in chapter 9, the people are saying, we need a king. Because we want to look like the other nations. Even though God has set them apart, they wanted to look like the other nations. And they said, we want a king. They wanted to put the king of kings, the king of kings, God, Yahweh, the Lord, aside. And so God tells Samuel, okay. They're not rejecting you, they're rejecting me. Can you think of times where we where you have rejected God? Because you wanted culture instead. You wanted that coach instead. You wanted that book instead. You wanted that counselor instead. You wanted to put something in front. You wanted to put something in the first place. And there's nothing wrong seeking counseling. I'm a counselor. Trained counselor, therapist social worker, clinical social worker, and Christian counselor. There's nothing wrong with coaching. I provide coaching, and there are many coaches. There's nothing wrong with reading their books. I love reading books. But if we put something at first place, and we tell God, well, we don't need to know him. We want this thing, this person, this idol to be God in our lives. We are, in fact, rejecting God. To the people of Israel, God says to Samuel, listen, give them a king. Give them what they're asking for because they're not rejecting you. They're rejecting me. So God has Saul on his mind to become the king. But the funny part is Saul was chosen by God, but he had a lot of, he was rough around the edges, right? He had a mission in his life, but he struggled constantly with jealousy, insecurity, arrogance, impulsiveness, and deceit. He did not decide to be wholeheartedly committed to God. And because he would not trust him fully, he never would become the king that God wanted him to be. Listen, God could choose you to be 
used by him. Even if you're rough around the ages and even if edges and even if you're struggling with many things, but we it's up to us to yield to his development to become the people, the leaders that he wants us to become, to become the Christian functioning at the capacity that he wants us to function. And if we never yield, then we'll never mature. If we'll never yield, then we'll never develop. We'll stay as babes. We'll stay as immature. Saul was chosen by God. He was. But it's up to us to yield to God's development and trust him to lead us by his spirit and by his word. He is the potter and we are the clay. We are vessels to be filled up by God so that we can pour out to be a blessing to others. To others, He's supposed to make us a blessing so that we can be a blessing to others. So verse 9, Samuel interacts with Saul by some divine orchestration. Uh, Saul was the, the son of Kish. And he and the servant, you know, the Kish had lost some donkeys. And the, the servant, you know, Kish sends uh, Saul and his servant to look for these donkeys. And so this was a divine orchestration. Nothing with God is a coincidence. And in, in this moment, they're about to go see Samuel, as they call prophets back in the day, the seer. But what Saul did not know is that God had already had a plan to select him to be king over the children of Israel, right? That's amazing. Have you ever wondered, how did I end up in this place? God had a plan for me in this place. And then you find out, you get some amazing connections like, whoa, this was the purpose for me being here. Long story short, Samuel tells Saul in 1 Samuel 9, if you want to follow me, verse 21. Samuel tells Saul in verse uh, 20, hey, I'm here to tell you that you and your family are the focus of all Israel's hopes. Samuel, I mean, Saul kind of has a response like Gideon. What do you mean? I'm from, I'm only from the tribe of Benjamin, the smallest tribe in Israel. And my family is the least important of all families of that tribe. Why are you talking like this to me? Verse chapter 10, we see that Samuel anoints Saul and gives him a word of prophecy. He tells him that, hey, you're going to be walking. There's going to be some other prophets coming from church. The Spirit of God is going to come upon you. You're going to be prophesying. Everything that Samuel prophesied came true. If prophecy doesn't come true in your life, you have to ask yourself, does it line up? Does it confirm the word of God? Anywho, chapter 10, verse 9, the Bible says, As Saul began, as Saul start, turned around and started to leave, God gave him a new heart. And all Samuel's signs were fulfilled that day. Wow. I want that immediate prayer that when I turn around and start to leave, that God does something big in my life. God changes his heart. God gives him a new heart. Is there somebody in your family? Is there somebody in your life who needs a new heart today? Pray that the, at the, as soon as they turn around to leave, that God will give them a new heart. That every word of prophecy that's been spoken over their lives, the word of God will be fulfilled in their lives. And so... That's what we see in, in, in verses 9. But w- verses 17 of 1 Samuel 10, Saul, Samuel is about to present Saul as king to the children of Israel. So Saul knew that this was going to happen. He'd been anointed. He had had interactions. He had been appointed. He's, he's had conversations with Samuel. He's been um, um, prophesied to. He knows what's about to happen. But in verse 17 through 21 or 23, Samuel brought all the tribes of Israel before the Lord and the tribe of Benjamin was chosen by Lot. 
It says, Then he brought each family of the tribe of Benjamin before the Lord, and the family of the matrites was chosen. And finally, Saul, of son of Kish, was chosen from among them. But when they looked for him, check this out. But when they looked for him, he had disappeared. Y'all, why was Saul playing hide and seek? Why was Saul hiding at this moment when he's about to be presented to function, to present it as king, to function in his office? The people ask the Lord, where is he? As if God didn't know, right? God knows. I want, I'm speaking to the people that specifically have tried to hide. Hide from their responsibility. Hide from their calling. Hide from their purpose. Hide from what God has called you to do. I am guilty of it. I've, I've tried to hide many times. As if God doesn't know where you are. <laughs> he is all-knowing, omniscient. He is all-powerful, omnipotent. He is all-present, omnipresent. He knows all things, sees all things. He knows where you are. Adam and Eve tried to hide, but God knew where they were. Saul was hiding. The Lord told the people that, look, he is hiding among the baggage. Wow. Some of us have so much baggage that we can't see ourselves being used. Some of us have so much baggage that we can't even see ourselves being used by God. We don't think that God can use us. Why me? We ask the question, how can God use me? How, I don't look the part. I don't know what to say. What if I don't succeed? What if I make a mistake? We hide behind the baggage. That's a word by itself. I just got that revelation while I'm doing this podcast. So they found him and brought him out, and he stood head and shoulders. Saul was the most handsome man in all Israel. He was tall and handsome. Why are you hiding? And I want to say to you today that you've been chosen. You've been anointed to do what God called you to do. When the time comes for you to serve, you're hiding. And here are some reasons why you may be hiding. You may be hiding because you are fearful of the responsibility. You are fearful of the of failure. You are fearful or you feel you have feelings of insecurity. You are fearful of what others might think or say. You are fearful of what to do next. What if I don't know the next step? But y'all, some of you who are listening to me, including me, I'm talking to myself. It's time to come out from hiding among the baggage. It's time to come out from hiding. It's time to step up. It's time to step out. It's time to serve. It's time to lead forward. It's time to move forward. To say, yes, Lord. Whatever he asks you to do, it's time to respond like Mary. Be it unto me, thy servant. And can I tell you something else? See, when we're focused on our insecurities, when we're focused on our limitations, when we're focused on our our failures, our past, we're telling God that, that he made a mistake. We're telling God that we don't trust him. We're focusing on ourself. And I know there's a lot of focus on self, self this, self that, self that. There's nothing wrong taking care of yourself. But we but God never called us to put self in front of him. 
We have to trust God. What if? What if you decided to trust God to use you for his glory? What if you trusted him to work through you, to speak through you, to counsel through you, to teach through you, to love through you so that people may experience the love of Jesus through you? We were called to be vessels. And all he's looking for is a yes. He's looking for a yes. Yes, Lord, I'll serve. Yes, Lord, I'm going to walk forward in what you've given me to do. Yes, Lord, I'll write that book. Yes, Lord, I'll stop that podcast. Yes, Lord, I'm going to do what you've asked me to do. We are to be willing and available vessels. Trusting God's ability. Trusting his word. Trusting his anointing. Trusting his power. Because it's not in our strength. It's not in our strength. I hope that this message was specifically for you where you live. As we're moving towards a new year, I want you to think about where are you hiding in your life? Are you hiding like Saul among the baggage? You've gotten those dreams. You've gotten those words of prophecy. You've gotten them confirmed by the Lord, by the Holy Spirit. The sermon spoke specifically to you. You have notes in your journals. You know exactly what God called you to do. And yet, you're hiding. I want you to be honest with yourself. Where are you hiding? Maybe you don't feel like you have the part. You look the part. Maybe you're struggling with your own insecurities. Well, maybe I haven't lost this weight yet, so I can't do this. I haven't done this yet, so I can't do that. Whatever it is, you're hiding among the baggage. Can I tell you something else? God wants your baggage. He knows what it is. He sees you. He hears you. He understands you. Will you trust him today? Will you purpose in your hearts this year? It's going to be different. This year, you're going to walk forward in his promise, in his purpose for your life. And you may say, well, I don't know my purpose for my life. I don't have a purpose for my life. We all were purpose. We all have a purpose in our lives. The first purpose is to glorify God in whatever we're doing. And some people have a specific call to teach, to counsel, to preach, to edify, to exhort, to, 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 to serve, to, to be in compassion's ministry, whatever. But all of us have one common denominator, to bring God back his glory. How can you do that? How can you do that as a receptionist? How can you do that as a janitor? How can you do that as a school teacher? How can you do that as a hairstylist? How can you do that as a coach? How can you do it as a counselor? How can you glorify God in whatever you're doing? How can you do it? And maybe you're a stay-at-home mom. How can you do it then too? Or a stay-at-home dad, or a dad working in the in the factory, or in the in in the in the um 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 uh, what is it called, like a FedEx or something like that. Like, how can you do it? How can you glorify God? How can people see Jesus in you? How can you demonstrate the love of Christ and point people back to Christ? Because that's what it's all about. I purpose in my heart to do it through this podcast. I purpose in my heart to do it through my counseling. I purpose in my heart to do it in other, in other ways as a mom, as a wife, as an encourager. Come out of hiding. God sees you. I don't see you. 
the God sees you. Listen, this is B. Wendy Jackson. Will you do me a favor? Will you review the podcast? Will you let me know how this episode really, really spoke to your heart? And let me know what it meant to you to hear it. I'll be back next time with another dynamic episode. Bye-bye for now and Happy New Year. I speak blessings over you. I speak divine protection in Psalm 91, protection over you. I speak that God will give you a specific encounter of his love to you, that he will make himself known to you, that those of you who feel lost, that you are found, that you you experience his sufficient grace for your life, that every need that you have is met by him, that if you do not know him today, that if you've never accepted him as Lord and personal Savior, that you will do it today. Romans 10, 9 and 10. Believe with your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. That you will acknowledge his kingship over your life. God cares about you. He wants a relationship with you. He loves you. He has great plans for you. Plans to prosper. Plans to give you an expected future. Plans to give you a hope. He hears you. This is B. Wendy Jackson. I'll be back next time.